the two-way podcast for the people by the people i'm your host mike from oca and i'm joined by my co-host adam from silver bullet and matt from burning powder what's going on gentlemen oh mike doing great doing great brother life is beautiful my friends man yes it is yes it is uh, i'm a little under the weather but no excuses the show must go on so Good to have you. yeah so today man it's gonna be a really good show i'm excited um you know we always preach that we are about the 2A. We always preach about joining the community together. And today we have a guest on from another 2A podcast. And um, it's all about building those bridges, um, making those friendships, and uh, continuing on forwards together. Um, just like we always say we're all about. So it's going to be a pretty exciting show. I can't wait to see what all topics come up. But before we get into that, um, I think it's time for a little bit of 2A news. So um, without further ado, Adam, take it away, brother. All right, guys. So interesting enough, a federal judge ruled that the post office is being unconstitutional by not allowing firearms in the post office. So most of you guys know, you walk to a post office, there's that little sign that has a gun uses an old revolver with an x through it that's actually been ruled unconstitutional by a judge however that does not mean that the rule is going to change automatically that does not mean that every post office carry a gun now that means that there was a case involved with this and the judge said hey yeah there's that someone was said they had a firearm in a post office and now they're like uh what's going to happen so funny enough guys that didn't become a thing until 1972 Prior to that, uh, you could carry a firearm in a post office. No one cared. And uh, I, from what I read is they were trying to use the same legality that they use on military installations because on a military installation, you cannot bring a firearm on. <laughs> so more to come with that, guys. It is interesting. I can tell you that I have never, ever once walked into a post office with a gun on me. Never happened. Ever once. Right, guys? Stop the sign. Stop it's usually design. a cardboard box when I mail it out to some other <laughs> FFL, but yeah, I do it, I do it quite often. Exactly. So. exactly. You got the paperwork. I, you got the, I paperwork. Got the paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mike's legal. Paperwork. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that one, guys. But also, Shot Show is what coming up in a week. Where are we got a Shot Show? Yeah. No, actually, this no, it's this week. Shot Show is this week when we're recording now. Shot so. Show is going to be the week we drop yeah. this one, so this will kick off Shot Show. Yeah. So, Shot Show, this is your cue, man. Go ahead and start after this gets going. Exactly, Everybody have fun, exactly, guys. And guys, 2025 Shot Show, Whiskey and Windage is going to own it. Uh, I don't know how exactly yet. I don't know the details. I just know I'm speaking into existence that we are going to own Shot Show 2025. Let's Man, we got a lot coming up this year too, though. I mean, oh my, you've still got uh, you still got the homie you still got the homies Jay and Juan down there in yeah. Texas. Like Texas is the hotbed for the first of the year. You've got that with Pew Party Three. Um, then the other homie, Country Chris, just sent uh, details Kalash to Kalash Bash. Um, yeah. That's in April. So, I mean, you know, m- 
man, mark your calendars <laughs> and uh, save that tax return, people, because um, you've got some travel opportunities coming for damn sure. Yeah, no, I did want to. Sure, uh, what were that, you gonna say, Matt? That ruling yeah, in the in the news, like before we get too far off that, like that that's interesting because I just as a like a strange collectible, like a friend of mine who's a letter carrier for the post office was gifted uh, by his grandfather or his uncle or somebody a revolver that was the the what they call him the postmaster postmaster general's Smith and Wesson revolver. And it used to be mm -hmm. given to you when you made Postmaster General, and that was the revolver that you carried on your route. And now, like, even employees aren't able to carry a weapon and defend themselves. And they get robbed for skeleton keys and mugged and beat up all the time. And they don't, they don't have yeah. that right. So that's yeah, kind of why that, that, that article... It's a lot different than mine. I don't know if the Postmaster General ever leaves his office in our local office. I know he didn't deliver <laughs> well, a Well, the mail. revolver was an old thing before the 70s, like Adam was saying. So my Postmaster General. Yeah. <laughs> He's an old thing. It used to be commonplace yeah. that, that letter carriers carried a weapon and could defend themselves and defend, you know, defend our mail. But uh, yeah. not the case anymore. Not anymore. So hopefully not, that, not anymore, that does guys. turn around. Damn. No, that'd hopefully be case. That but, uh, guys... Guys, besides that, that's uh, that's about all we got for 2A News today. Not too much going on, but that's actually sometimes a good thing in some ways. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, sure. I mean, before we uh, before we jump into our five-minute review with Matt, uh, boys, you know what time it is. It's T-shirt time. It is 12 to It's T-shirt time. So this Hell is yeah. the segment where we... Uh, we actually are going to discuss what we're rocking today, uh, supporting the small businesses, especially the two-way businesses or our homies. And um, I guess I'll start first. Plug that drip, dude. Yeah, plug we'll go ahead drip. and plug it. So right now I'm, I'm plugging the Gun Daddy shirt. Um, mm. Just sent us all some stuff. Uh, Adam, speaking of letter carriers, he got his address wrong. So, um, you know, things happen, you know, especially yeah. in – our public schools and education, evidently, we can't remember our addresses, but things like Guilty. this happen. Yeah, Guilty. so um, yeah, Matt's done it too. So there it is. I have. So um, so yeah, I'm I'm sporting the gun, Daddy, and then of course I'm rocking the finance and maneuver beanie, man. Matt, what's up with you, bro? Bro, you know, this is one of my favorite hats. This white feather tactical hat. Um, I've been rocking it for a while now. I mm -hmm. genuinely love it. Love white feather. So. I'm also rocking a gun daddy, uh, a little oh, bit, a yeah. uh, little bit different design. It's got the, the skeleton with the RPG on the back. Mm. Hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah, that looks that looks pretty peaceful, dope as hell. Peaceful but dangerous, you know, kind of how I roll. So I love the gun daddy shirts. Yeah, Super Adam, comfy, cool prints. I was gonna say, Adam, I see a logo on that shirt that I'm familiar with. What are you rocking, bro? So I'm rocking the the guy that has a man crush on me. He's uh he loves everything I do and Wait, sends me are you love notes. He's attracted to you? Oh, he's extremely attracted. Like he's like a magnet almost. But uh, even though you're polar yeah. opposites, wow. <laughs> but the yeah, we're, pull, we're representing our the pull is strong. Hmm. Yeah, it's very strong. Very strong. But I am <laughs> repping the homie magnet over at Lion Arms down in Florida. So um, gotta give a up him. Also, my boy Josh at eleven fifty six productions. 
guys, go follow my boy as well. When you talk about cool cinematography, photography, yeah, dude, he's awesome. He is. I would. I hope I get half as good as him at taking photos and videos. He's amazing. Yeah. So, rocking the home. Cool yeah. So yeah. definitely shout out and go support Gun Daddy. Go buy their shirts. Go buy their swag. They're good people. Um, you know, you know how we feel about finance. Finance are our homies. They're good people. Definitely go check the the Florida man out down there at White Feather Tactical. Um, check out Josh at eleven fifty six. And then yeah. if that Florida man at White Feather isn't good enough for you, <laughs> there is another Florida man, and uh, that is that is Mister Magnet at Lion Arms. And uh, go check him out. Um, he's also a custom builder. So if I'm not building your AR, he better be. Um, so there's Preach. that man. So um, those are that's our swag for the day. So uh, without further ado, yeah, Matt, you ready to hit this review, brother? Let's go, dude. Well, here we go, man. Let's hit it. It's the five-minute review. Hell yeah. So this week on the five minute review, y'all should go buy Whiskey and Windage Reviews on YouTube. Make sure that you're subscribed there, but uh, we'll have my review. We call it the Whiskey and Windage Vintage Review, where I cover something from my collection that may not, uh, you know, just be laying on the shelf at every gun store that you walk in, but. If you like it, want to check it out, it's kind of like a public service announcement of if you see it, maybe snag it for you, but um, I, I'm going over the Sig Sauer P226 Mark 25. So they're, they claim it's an exact one-to-one -one copy of the Mark 25 that they did for, for Navy Special Warfare, but it is the, you know, it is the commercial version. It's not a, it's not a surplus weapon or anything, but uh, I cover that. Really awesome, double action, all metal SIG. Uh, it's a sweetheart. It's one of my favorite things, and I, I shoot the living tar out of it. So get on over there. Check it out at Whiskey and Windage Reviews YouTube, and uh, tell me what you think. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Guys, no further ado, I want to welcome on our guest today, Steve from Range Minded Podcast. Steve, welcome What's to happening? Whiskey and Windage, man. Dude. I'm so happy to have you on. We've done a bunch of lives together. We kind of got to know each other. And um, I'm not sure how we found each other. I think it was because we had the podcast, the algorithm found another podcast. I I'm trying to remember how we actually linked up. I, I don't even remember. I don't know if I found you on uh, with your handsome body on Instagram or something. I'm not quite sure what happened. Mm. <laughs> it, ha it happens. It happens. I don't, hey, hold on. I think he was yeah. talking to me. He said handsome body. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I'm happy to be here. I, I, it's awesome. I love being a guest on other people's shows. Um, it's kind of fun to be on the other side of the mic once in a while. Well, honestly, Dude, yeah, awesome. man. We, yeah, I was gonna say we think it's important because I don't know if you feel the same way we feel, but I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't view anybody, and it's not we're not cocky. We just we're doing something different. We yeah. don't view anybody in the two way realm. That is doing a podcast, whether it be audio, video, a combination, anything they're doing. We don't view any of them as competition. We view all of them as our community, and we view all of them as family because without people like yourself, without people like Adam, Matt, myself, um, you know, not all of the news and not all of the grassroots, you know, vibes and 
um, sentiments get out there. So we all have an important role to play. And no matter how big or small any of us are, um, you know, we're all equals. I mean, of course, you got your grand thumbs and, you know, all those people, of course. Yeah, they're they're the big giants and, you know, good for them. And I I don't know personally if I'd even really want that attention. Um, Sometimes I I want that money. I'm not going to lie. I want the attention. (laughs) I don't necessarily know. I mean, when you get people mad at you because you're not responding to your IGDMs because someone says, you know, hey, you know, I want to I want to come check it out. Can I come to Demo Ranch and see what you're doing, Matt? And like, yeah, you know, the answer is no, but he he doesn't have time to answer that junk. And like people get mad at him for it. Like, I don't I wouldn't want that stuff. No. You know, on, on my the last episode I did, I actually kind of talked about I, I end up monologuing a lot in my show, a lot. Yeah. And uh, the last episode, I actually talked about that, how uh, we're all on the same team. When I was working yeah. the gun counter, like, we would have employees bitch about other gun, sh- uh, gun shops in town, um, you know, ragging them down and, and telling them how crappy they were. But in reality, we all have the same damn goal. Like, mm-hmm. we need to yeah. increase the, the two-way family but this year more than any, I feel. And uh, we got to work together. Yeah. It's time to stop, you know, get rid of the pride. Let's work together. I, I find that interesting what you just said there, because in my, I guess I'm like Batman at night. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a podcast legend. Get the but fuck out of here. Yeah. But during the day, <laughs> but during the day, I'm, I'm a, I'm a dumb construction worker and I, I have a company too, that uh, I work yeah, with. Me too. But the thing is, is when we go out and sell a job for construction, like I don't beat down the competition. When no. customers ask me why, you know, hey, what makes you different from this guy? Or why is, you know, why should I choose you over them? I, I tell everybody, like, you're not going to get me to say anything bad about them. We all have jobs that deserve to be on the cover of a magazine. We all have jobs that we wish we could bury and never speak of again. Oh, yeah. And the only way that I'm going to win you over is with transparency, honesty, and good customer service. If you like those things, come to me. If not, and you want to save a buck. Have at it. You know, go see the other guys, and I wish you the best of luck. I right. hope you don't call me to fix it, but I'm not going to say you are. And I think that's the same with our podcast and what you do and everything. It's, you know, I, you probably started. Well, I want to ask, why did you start your podcast? So, I, you know, honestly, today I'm trying to think, when, what year did I start? I've got 2018, Adam? I believe. Adam says 2018. <laughs> 2018, I, I believe, right? 2018? I can't even remember, dude. I, I'm so old. I'm my, pretty my sure. Is much. So, uh, <laughs> when I was uh, I was working in Boise, I, the largest indoor shooting range in Idaho is Ind- Independence Indoor Shooting. And so, originally, yep. this podcast was associated with that range. I was the, the number two guy there. Um, I ran the range, taught all the range officers. I'm the cool range safety officer. Uh, I'm not going to kick you off the range for having a suppressor or shit like that. Um, but then we decided, you know, there's so many people coming into the community that have so many questions mm-hmm. that why don't we just uh, why don't we just branch out um, as a store and uh, and reach a different audience in a different way? And so uh, it was originally three of us back in the day. It was Ricky, uh, Mark, and I. Um, and they eventually they all kind of went their separate ways. I decided uh, once I couldn't afford to live in Boise. Um, mm-hmm. I decided uh, that I'd take the podcast with me, and the and the, the store was cool with it, and uh, and I've been on my own since since uh, shit. I don't remember, dude. I'm telling you, my brain is mush. It's been a couple of years. 
So you started it, you know, as a means to kind of help first bring awareness to your business place you were working, Yeah. you know, and also, I mean, everybody has those dreams. You start something, you hope one day you're not doing it for free. I mean, we all end up doing it for free, but like, we hope like, yeah, it'd be cool to get paid once. Um, but (laughs) I think the reason we, yeah, well, I think the reason we, I think the reason we started this, um, we started ours because, you know, when you go out there and you, you listen and you start searching on your podcast platforms, it's very apparent that we all suck severely at SEO, like that search engine optimization, because yeah. when you start looking for two a based podcasts, you get, we like shooting primary, secondary, yeah. Hornady. Um, there's a, there's a couple others that Iraqi veteran, the old Iraqi veteran, 88, 88 with Chad, that was there. And there were a couple, and you listen and like, I liked this episode, but I didn't care about the next four. And right. I only liked this one episode from Hornady, and the rest of the time, I didn't care about the bullets ogive, and I didn't care how many feet per second I was <laughs> losing by dropping to, you know, 24.2 grains of powder of bullseye powder versus, you know, 24.6 <laughs> of Farragut. Like, I, I don't care. Right. Uh, I just want to shoot it and go boom. So I, I wanted to start a podcast doing stuff that I wanted to listen to and that I thought was interesting. And it was like, well, hopefully other people feel the same way. And mm-hmm. when I pitched this idea to Matt and I pitched it to Adam, they both were like, heck yeah, dude. Like, I told you, I, no, we, no, I told you, fuck no, unless I'm the fucking star of the show. We can't do it. <laughs> no, yeah, and, yeah, so <laughs> we had to... Yeah. So he thinks he's the star, but um, no, actually we, we don't care about no. any of that, but no, not at all. But we wanted, like, we all have different hot, like we all have different avenues in the two a, but we all like our different things. We all have similar likes and different, you know, and differences, but right. We wanted to put a product out there that we enjoyed and we wanted to have fun and laugh and cut up. It's probably similar to what you originally started out doing with your other two co-hosts. Oh, man. I mean, we would laugh more than anything. Like, I remember one episode, um, Mark, who, uh, who's a top 40 DJ now somewhere in, uh, he does all sorts of audio stuff. Anyway, he found all sorts of sound effects. And I don't even think the audience could hear the shit he was doing. But, but there was about 15 minutes of me just hilariously, like, unable to breathe laughing so damn hard. And I'm sure the listeners like, what the fuck? Is going on with this guy? Is he high? Oh, you can. Oh, by the way, you can say fuck. We we're free speech yeah. here. Yeah. So, well, you, it's it's funny you say that. Yeah, because we had, you know, if we ever want to release the um, from the vault, um, <laughs> oh, there was God. There was one episode where I was hell bent. We had to record, and they were ready. And I showed up, and it just so happened that we had planned to record, and it was like, all right, I'm going to eat some Mexican. And Margarita Monday. With, yeah, I went with the wife for Margarita Monday, Ooh. and we just so happened to put down about a pitcher and a half of margaritas. And when I mean we, I mean me and the mouse in my pocket. And I showed up to this podcast, and all I could do was just put my head in my hands. And they're like, Are you ready? And I'm like, I'm saving my energy. Y'all just tell me when to go. I'm just resting. We yeah. were there. I just, watched just it like three days later. I watched these guys 
patiently waited with me for about an hour and 15 minutes of trying to get my shit together until it was determined we were going to film tomorrow. Yeah, I was like, we're going to... Okay, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think at this point, though, like, every one of us is fucked up something because we got too yes. drunk. I think, no, I think we're I all about not, equal not, at this point. Not on a podcast. Are you I've sure? Live. I, I have not fucked up being too drunk on a podcast. Alright, I'm throwing Adam, a challenge okay. flag. Right uh, here. This is, where, this is where the pause sober? happens and the truth comes out, but yes. <laughs> alright, alright. Truth will come out. Michael yes. will find it. Oh yeah, yeah oh, I've got it. I've got it all on a hard drive. <laughs> oh, Adams? When I said Adams... Oh, yeah, he couldn't even say his yeah. own name right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gone back, and before we get further into your journey, I want to ask, because it, we laugh at ours. Have you ever gone back and watched, like, one of the first few that you ever did or listened to one of the first few you ever did and realized, like, oh, this is unbearable. Like, what I, I actually I have doing? not. Like, when I put an episode in the can, I do not revisit it. I don't know why. Probably because, Man. like, when you sit here till two in the morning trying to upload freaking audio to the internet, you're just like, I'm tired of this yeah. shit. So yeah, I yeah. don't think I, I don't think I. Well, that's not true. I, I've had my wife as a guest a couple times. I had my son as a guest once, and who sounds just like me, and I feel bad for the listeners because they <laughs> like, sounds he's exactly talking to himself. like me, and so they they didn't know what the hell was going on. So I haven't. Yeah. I probably should, and then realize, man, I don't sound so bad. Yeah, listen to your listen to one of your first ones so you can laugh. And we were actually told to do that by um, one of our mentors in the game, and it was uh, Tyler over at Antihero. Yeah. And he was like, "Man, go back and listen to one of your firsts after you've got a couple under your belt." He was like, "Just so a you can feel the growth, but b so you can have a really good laugh." And I mean, we've dug yeah. all the way back. I've found stuff. You know, our first podcast. Hell, I've went further back and found stuff on Adam. I mean. We have soundbite after oh, soundbite of just... This is my friend. Adam. And he's really cool because he is a... Gunsman. <laughs> just shit like that. If you can see the video that goes with it, they're hilarious. Matt can't even keep it together on this. That's awesome. I can't. It's, it's it was my me. first time on YouTube ever. Look, so dude, fuck I, look, guys. go back early in my YouTube and Instagram. It's not any better. I'm, I, I mean, I don't claim that i'm a gunsmith but it's not any better That's an it's not a it's, it's an not a protected term it's, it's not, not a not protected, protected term. term we know adam it's an adjective now we know <laughs> i'm gonna have to go find that video no dude oh god can, i'll send you the mike's gonna say, oh fuck you mike i'll send you the adam should put it <laughs> up as his, with this podcast as his pronouns on, nice. on instagram <laughs> nice <laughs> It actually was a good video. We 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 did a Glock switch. We did we, we changed out a Glock trigger. It was really good. Mm-hmm. So whatever. I'm proud. You know what? I, I do want to say though, like I, the, we're two different podcasts coming together. You know, we need to tear down walls and and open doors for everybody. And it's like the more yeah. the more digital handshakes you can make, the more the more that your name gets out there, the more somebody recognizes you. And it's kind of like. I don't know. Do you remember on cable TV when there was like one or two gun shows? Wouldn't you when rather have actually, had when, when we had free TV, like yeah, free as yeah. In like oh, yeah. open TV? Yeah, there'd be one mm. or two gun shows, but you had to skip around, and it was only like here and there, and it'd come up on the History Channel or the Discovery Channel once a yeah. week. But if 
like, wouldn't it be better to just have, like, a whole network that was a bunch of different gun channels? Or, you know, going on Spotify to try and find Second Amendment-based podcasts, it's like, wouldn't it be better, even if this one podcast isn't your thing, wouldn't it be better if they were all tight and everybody was all together? Oh, yeah. So it it was easier to find find everybody? And and, and the reality is, like... Even though the anti-gun population doesn't want to admit it, we are gaining pro-gun supporters hand over fist. Yeah, true. I mean, we sold what was 16 million guns or something uh, mm-hmm. over the last few months have been purchased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and a lot of those, I guarantee, are first-time gun buyers. The last so we three have three new, years we have, have just been new breaking records. Yeah, every every year it's been ridiculous numbers. So we have this new pool of virgin gun owners, I don't know how else to put it, that right. that are looking for information. And sure, they can jump on YouTube and they can find Grantham or they can find Donut or any of these guys. And, and they can get some solid information, but most of it's like goofy, high-speed, cool guy stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those folks aren't, aren't going to relate to that because they're so new to the, the community. So, yeah. and the thing about having a bunch of podcasts being homies and being together is those new, those new family members can pick and choose, and they'd be like, "Hey, Range might have likes these guys, so maybe I'll check these guys out, or vice versa, or whatever." You know what I mean? So it, mm-hmm. it, it exactly. is a exactly. It is something that we need to do as a community to help the community continue to grow and be free. Yeah. Well, no, I, dude, I completely that's, that's agree awesome. with you on that. I mean, that's that's a that's the beautiful thing about what you're doing, what we're doing, and it's we're we're basically showing that, you know. If 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 we're in competition with you, then the only thing I can say is we're fighting over a dollar, literally yeah. a dollar, and I'm yeah. not gonna fight anybody over a dollar. I'll let you have it, and we can just be cool. I mean, like, hey, let's talk about it. Pick your dollar sure. up. I'm let's too, go grab I'm a beer. Too damn old to be petty. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm out of high school. I don't need to worry about that horseshit anymore. <laughs> I would yeah. rather make friends and and have somebody that's gonna watch my six when shit goes down than somebody mm-hmm. that's gonna stab me in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something else we've said on our on our show that um you know, I'd be interested to hear your take on is, you know, we always make the jokes and the jabs at the far left, but you know, we also don't hold our punches and say, you know, hey, that far right is just oh man, is scary and just as dumb looking. I mean, when these when the when the it, I don't care if you're the left or the right, when the people stand up on new on the news and say they demand the mass shooting stop and they demand the violence on in the school stop. Like I'm here to take, like I agree to that too. Like Duh. we're not saying, no, you got to deal with that stuff. Like as two a advocates, we agree and we don't condone that stuff either, but you know, there's, there's checks and balances. And every time you start looking at these receipts and adding it all up, there's a big underlying cause or a root cause of all of these things and you know it's it's i don't know if we're ever going to be able to get it under control but i mean it's not a gun it's a real it's a real thing and i'm no i'm no i'm no you know psychiatrist i'm no doctor i can't tell you you know the the varying degree of mental illness and what degree should we start talking about 
possibly removing rights. I don't even know if we can. Like, I don't know where that is. It's it's way outside my pay grade. Yeah. But until someone says something that, you know, they say common sense gun laws, well, until someone can talk to me about some common sense mental illness, like, we, we don't have a conversation. Like, that... Well, it, that, that's because there's a lot of backscratching going on with pharma and and left and right side aisle folks that, that pretend to be our leadership. There's a lot of money yeah. being made on stuff and they just hide it under the carpet and then they use the excuse of violence and blame it on a tool that is completely inanimate and cannot do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it honestly saves more lives than takes every year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's weird to me. You got that, that, that lady governor, I guess, where's she at in New Mexico, Arizona right now? She's trying oh, to take Queen of New Mexico. Is what I call yeah, yeah, she's trying, yeah, she's trying to raise the, the, the firearms age from 18 to 21 now, and she thinks that that's the problem, and it's like that's going to help curb gun yeah. violence. And it's like, you know, I don't know how to say this without making it sound so stupid and, I guess, unfiltered, but if we want to raise the rights to 18 from 18 to 21 and you think that's going to fix it, I would love for her to tell me her feelings on how she feels about people who tuck their wiener between their legs and pretend they're a girl. And that's tell me that that's because that's normal behavior, but tell me that that's normal. Yeah. She grew up in a time where if someone did that, she can't publicly say it, but she grew up in a time where if her little brother or her older brother tucked his wiener and ran around like a girl, her dad I don't know if he would have been violent, but her dad would have put a stop to it. Her mom would have put a stop to it. Mm. The pastor yeah. would have put a stop to it. Yeah. And I'm not saying what's right or wrong, but what I'm saying is when you feel an urge like that, there is an underlying, there's a bigger underlying issue. And Correct. until mm. we can take care of those issues, they're always going to project further. It's just like windage. If that scope is not completely square on your rifle, it may be a 30 second out at the at the muzzle but 200 yards out it's it's varied so far that it's it's a foot off right. and it's the same thing with these mental illnesses it may just look like a sliver of oh it's just slightly wrong but when you look at its travel and how far it projects out in the future it gets further and further away from that line that is called normal or typical and they don't want to look at that. Yeah. I don't know. And I it mean, certainly Mike, seems that yeah. there's a proliferation in the in in mental disorders. Like hmm. I remember when I was a kid, like we never talked about ADD. We never talked about autism. Not saying they didn't exist, but it sure seemed like there was a lot less of it to have an issue with it. And, and mm -hmm. obviously, we never had gender dysphoria. We, we did, but I never really worried about it because that was, yeah. you know, 0.02% of the population at most. It's Things are so much different now. So what, what is causing that is the question. So I'm in the medical field, mm. and I can tell you right now, the problem isn't, and Mike, you mentioned this, the problem isn't what level do we take <clears throat> rights from mental illness. The problem is the mental illness care. We've, we keep... Yeah. giving less less and less we 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 keep giving it not not where it needs to be also mm -hmm. like if it's like brainwashing a child like the cults do it horrible people in other countries yeah. have done it for a long time to create kids so if i take a small child and i keep telling them it's okay you can decide what gender you want to be or maybe you're not this gender like you're not 
you're, you're, you're literally brainwashing that child. So that's why like that part is also, yeah. and, th and that can create a mental illness. So mental illness can be a diagnosis where it, you're born with it, or you can create it through like brainwashing yeah. or conditioning. MK Ultra. Ooh. Conditioning, you know, yeah, that's that. conditioning. So yeah. exactly, dude, that's spicy, and you you're spot on. So the problem is, this country has given less care to mental illness, and we care about all these yeah. other things. But it's purposely. It's it's. I can tell you this. It's a. <sighs> it's strategically done. It's not done out of not caring. It's done for another reason. That's all I'm going to say. That's certainly yeah, how it feels for sure. A lot yeah. of the communities like, well, don't you see? Don't you see? And it's like, obviously, everybody sees, but it's a nonsensical yeah. attack on our rights. And so they're not going to recognize anything that makes sense. They're going to, of course, denounce it as non-truth or fake news or whatever. And I, I, there's almost no point in just screaming the facts. I mean, state it, and the followers, the people with the brain, are going to listen. But there, I, there's... I, I, yeah, Matt, I was going to say, I treat mental illness a lot like other, other, uh, it's a, it's an illness. It's a disease. For sure. It's mm -hmm. a, it's a mental disease and I treat it just like any other disease. Um, you know, someone standing up to me and saying, Hey, I have standing up and saying, I have PTSD. I'm going to acknowledge that. And that's a huge step for someone to come out and say it. Yeah. I'm going to applaud them at the time for saying it. And then it's, what are you going to do about it? I'm not right. going to applaud you because you have it. I'm applauding you because in the 12 steps, and I'm going alcohol mm -hmm. and drug here, in the 12 steps, the first step is admitting there is an issue. That there's some sort of problem. Yeah. So when you stand up as an alcoholic and you say, I have a problem with drinking, I'm going to applaud it because you're usually the last person to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you continue on the other 11 steps... You're going to gain support throughout and along the way. If you tell me, hey, Matt, you know, my name's Mike and I'm an alcoholic. And you're like, damn, bro, whatever you need from me, I, you, I got you. Well, man, I'd really love it if you go buy me a beer. Like, that's, that's kind of what's happening in this world. Yeah. Hey, Matt, I'm a tranny. Well, damn, what can I do for you? <laughs> I, I would love to you find, I would love to find a dude that likes trannies. Well, hell, let's let's help you find one, and like it's applauded, mm -hmm. and that shouldn't be that shouldn't be the applause in in my belief. And this belief is my own. It's not whiskey and windages. It's not anybody here's. It's mine. It it's not even necessarily my family's or my religious belief. It's it's in my brain. I, I think that admitting it is a huge step, but that's that's the small step. What you do after that. <clears throat> is the battle it's just like the drug addict admitting you have a problem is the easiest step well there's yeah, so many monsters yeah staying off that drugs hard and yeah. it seems like the country is enabling the illness and so we're it's almost like a repetitive cycle that the country doesn't want the person to stop feeling that way they they no. keep applauding and keep naming men woman of the year and letting men compete in women's athletics and thinking it's cool and like yay this is cool that's so great that he tucked his wiener and stood up and swam with these girls like no dude like he sucked as a male swimmer 
and couldn't win, and he admitted this after the fact. The best female boxer in the world. Yeah, set some records. Yeah, if Mike Tyson right now said, I think I'm going to be Michelle Tyson, and I'm going to go out and I'm going to box. Man, if he threw a wig on and went out there and hit, you know, all these people are older now, but like hit old Layla Ali. Man, she'd be shaking like her daddy. Like, that is not cool as hell, and I went low right there, and I'm sorry, people, but, like, that's just not right. It's not. No. I mean, dude, no. Well, it kind of feels like, you know, there's the powers that be want to tribalize and and put people in these camps to divide and control. This is my opinion, right? Like, obviously, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, this is just, I guess, my gospel in a way. So... They're, they're over there. They, if they can divide us and put us in camps, then they can control each camp. We're easy to conquer. And have yeah. us fighting against each other while they do whatever they want. Now, you yep. can call mm-hmm. it conspiracy or whatever. I, I The older I get, the more that the makes a lot of sense to me that, mm. that uh, it's, it's all about the control. And they'll do whatever it takes to a person's soul to have control over them. Yep. Um, I'll so take one Adam step further. I, yeah. Go ahead, Adam. Go ahead. Oh, I'll take no, it one no, step no. further than that. What's that, Mike? Oh, so I'll take it one step further than that. We let all the immigrants come in. Now we're going to let them vote. And now they, they were given freedom by this party. Then we have all these children. We're conditioning now. We're not giving them mental. We're stopping the mental health care because we're going to tell them it's okay to do all these things. When 20 years ago, 10 years, even 10 years ago, it, we would have had mental health care. And it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Now we don't give that mental health care. Go look at the stats. Mental health care in this country has plummeted. So now we can take all these people say it's okay that you want to do all these things. So what's going to happen in 10 years? We've now conditioned the American kids right now. They're going to be voters in 10, 15 years a certain way. We now let all these immigrants in that now think that certain party is a savior. So now in 10, 15 years, if we keep going this route, well, now you just you literally control the masses. Mm-mm. Because when they wake up and change their mind, they're going to be deemed mentally incompetent and won't be allowed to vote. So their votes will no longer swing and change. So they're, either way, it doesn't matter. All the, dr- Adam and I, all the druggies say, are allowed to shoot up in public. Like, so first. Adam and I were talking about this today, and I was offline talking about it with Adam. And it, we were talking about constitutionalists. And we were talking Uh-oh. about there is, yeah, there is no <laughs> such thing as an absolute constitutionalist, and I will fight anybody on the planet for that. And I say that, and we can start with the First Amendment. Freedom of speech. We don't have freedom of speech. If we say, no. if you're getting patted down by the TSA guy and you start singing, start singing bomb, 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 you're getting searched. <laughs> you get on the plane and you say, you know, bomb. it's a ticking time bomb in here. Guess who's getting asked to get off that plane? Um, you're, yeah, do not pass go, do not collect $200. You're not allowed to say, oh, that somebody needs to shoot, blah, whatever it is. Like, you can't say that, no matter if you're joking or not. It's, you can't say it. So our, our speech is already being infringed. 100%. Then we'll go to the Second Amendment. Anybody who says shall not be infringed. I usually don't say this online because it's ammo. But I'm going to say it. Anybody who says shall not be infringed under no circumstance must be okay with grenades being sold at Walmart and someone that has money being able to buy a nuclear weapon. 
back in the day, man, that's how it was. You, you all not all the military. It was a private because, military. Because if you say, well, I mean, not, not, not nuclear. Well, nope, that's infringed. If they had sharks with freaking laser beams, shall not be infringed. You can buy them. So we, as a people, infringe ourselves saying, yeah, we probably should not have nuclear weapons. And you probably yeah, that, shouldn't be able to buy. That's uh, a moral a compass issue at that point. Exactly. Yeah. But what we do say is I think that the person should be able to buy the F-16. 100%. If they've got the money, they just can't buy the missile. And if they can somehow make that trigger fire semi-automatic so it meets ATF spec on the front of the a bird, cool. It meets RG, regulation. Pow, 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 pow. Like, own it. If you got the money, buy it. I know a guy but, that owns a MIG over here in Rexford. Yeah. Yep. Heck yeah. So that's badass, actually. He flies it in shows. But we were talking about it, and I was we were talking about constitutionalists, and it it went all the way back to when it got ratified. It got ratified. Uh, one thing got ratified because one political party wasn't uh, – they were in fear of losing power and being – in fear of continually losing elections. And so there was a there was a move that was made to ratify something in the constitution and what it changed was it then started to allow people who did not own land gave them the right to vote. I'm torn on it a little bit, but if that were to be enforced right now, a lot of this blue problem would go away. Yeah, just look at the map. Look at the they map the have zero. They have zero invested in this country. They do not own land. They, 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 they do. They have. They have nothing invested. They. They expect. There are certain people that expect that the government take care of them. Um, with free schooling, I'm just going to stay in school as long as I can, and then I, they better. It's not fair that I'm not rich now, so you should take away my, my, my school debt. Uh, that's bullshit. Like, you know, the landowners that pay property tax and that have made something of themselves to, that enabled them to afford a piece of property, those are the people that are paying those debts for you. Like, it's true. And so we went down this rabbit hole and we were just talking about how crazy everything gets ratified and the... The only way we figured that you could really fix it, and it's 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 shock and awe, but you're gonna have to pick two reds, two blues, two indies. Hang them. Hang them. Find them guilty of treason because it's real easy to find. You could find six. This was a lot and, better country when we taught when we used to tar and feather people. Well, but pe the the rest of them in office are going to realize that. We the people mean business. Checks and balances, right? And, and you know, I'm not particularly fond or thrilled of the person sitting in the seat of president right now. But it, it also pisses me off, and I hope people give me shit for this, but it also pisses me off when people like um, Green and Bobert disrespect the chair. I don't, you don't have to like the person. Mm. You don't have to. There's nothing written. I don't like the fucking person. But you have to respect that chair at all times. Because if we don't respect this, the chair itself, we're already lost as a country. It, it's, it's like the, the political 
structure is like this giant pendulum, right? And mm-hmm. uh, and and center is free, right? There's a great book if, if you haven't read. It, it's called Five Thousand Year Leap. I highly suggest it. Uh, so there's this pendulum that's that's our freedom. Somebody comes into office, it kind of shifts that pendulum a little bit, and then it'll mm-hmm. swing back. And then somebody says, "Well, that's crazy. That's too much." And they hit it hard, and it keeps swinging back and forth. Now we got parties that are swinging the pendulum so hard that it is literally taking it to the extreme boundaries of left and right. I think we can all agree that extreme right is just as shitty as extreme left. Amen. On each end, we're losing freedom. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And and the problem is, is trying to bring that pendulum, calm it down and bring it back to center um, because everybody is so like that they like the extreme, just like you're saying, Green and Bobert. They like the extreme pressure from that right side because they feel like nobody's listening to them or they, they stand as a voice for somebody, which is fine. They do. But if, if you're going to be an ass about it, you're pushing that pendulum in a way that, that's going to be hard to stop. And it's the same way as when you yell at your, right. It's just like when you yell at your kid, when you tell your kid, clean your room, it doesn't happen. And you say, clean your room or I'm going to spank you or I'm going to ground you. You can't spank anymore. I never said that. I don't spank my kid. Um, You know, clean your room or you're grounded from your Nintendo and your Tesla or whatever the hell kids get nowadays. (laughs) Like, that doesn't work. And then one day you're like, clean your freaking room. Well, you got to yell at them because that's the only way they get it. And so when they yell and like when I say Bobert and Green like I'm not I'm not like singling them out and saying they suck I'm just saying like you're you're a woman in politics which is great all in itself Um, and I'm not telling you what you need to do but there are young ladies there are young men that are looking up to you and you're setting an example and I'm not picking on them Pelosi Schumer Biden Trump Obama, Clinton, Bush, Bush, the other Bush, whatever the hell, like all of them, everybody, you're setting the example for the next generation. And we used to be cognizant of that. And now we're yeah. not. And because by the time they're of age, all these politicians are going to be dead, except for that one lady who's still voting that already died. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but like, they're going to be dead, so they don't have to deal with it. I, I, I don't know. I think that... It's tough. It's, it's not it's an scary. easy situation, but I think you're right. The, this, this shit's going to continue until the, the citizens say, all right, I'm tired of this. And, yeah. uh, and man, I, I worry about that. I do not want to see another civil war in this country because it'll be mm-hmm. a mess. It'll, mm-hmm. be, it'll be a lot of betas on the ground. It'll be a lot of blue helmets on the ground. But then it'll be it'll be the guys that are, are fighting for their rights that are going to be the extremists, and yeah. and uh, yeah. it, it's going to be a mess. But maybe that needs to happen. I I don't want to see it happen. I'm not definitely not calling for violence. Like I do not no. want. But I, I don't fear want that it it's going to come to that point. I hope it doesn't because if it turns into a civil war, it's going to then turn into a world war. Oh yeah. Because the moment half of our people are down or injured or preoccupied, China or Russia coming. They're both, coming. Both. They're gonna well, yeah, they're gonna get us while we're here. down. They're already here. They're just they are, yeah. but like that's when they're gonna stand up and say, Well, thank you guys, y'all made this easy. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, cool. Walk right in. Think I think it's pretty place. obvious, like 
if if you talk a little bit, like I have the benefit of, like I'll I'll talk to almost anybody that follows me and sends me a DM. Like I'll fill you out. Like what are you are you trying to sell me something? Are you just somebody who likes my stuff, trying to spark conversation? And so like, I guess I do get to speak to lots of people like all over the world. Like been talking to a guy who's Romanian but lives in France. Been talking to another guy who's on the island of Cyprus. Like. I talked to another guy that's that's in Belarus, you know, so it's like and and they're making everybody's making it pretty obvious that people of the entire world are upset with their own government. Yeah, that's so true. I think a lot of our idea of what World War Three will be is misconstrued and that we think countries are going to go to war with each other and I think that it's going to be people are going to go to war with their governments. It'll be ideals battling uh, with people stuck in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. but that's the thing, yep. but it would take it, you know, but what's really interesting is if if you lock a and I'm not going to say extreme um, you're going to if you were to take a your average Democrat and lock them in a room with your average Republican. It wait, hold, is she hot? Sorry. <laughs> yes, she she's hot. Else? Yes. <laughs> if you locked both of them in a room together and you said, let's, you know, let's talk about our beliefs and, you know, our political system and this, that, and the other. More often than not, just your average, your average blue-collar American, doesn't matter what race, religion, creed, just your average blue-collar, there's, there's so much more common ground yeah. than there is uncommon yeah. ground. Yeah. Yeah. But when your peers, once you're outside of that room, when the rest of your peers and your group are watching you, you can't show that weakness and say, well, hang on, guys, like, they kind of make a point here, and... While I agree with that, I don't agree with this, but neither did, neither did this guy. And, yeah. like, we could probably come together and make something a whole yeah. lot that makes a whole lot more sense than what's going on right now. But the moment we do that, we would basically create chaos within itself because um, the government would force it. I think the government would force oh, it yeah. and basically say that you know, we are, uh, we have been infected. Comes, we have been, that comes back to, to camping us out. Like they're, they're just trying to make sure that there's divisive lines and the more divisive lines they can create, the less likely we are to become friends. Right. So if you're a Democrat and you're black, like we, we, we can't be friends, you know, the extremes of the mainstream media what we only yeah. see what they want to show, right? And they're only going to show us the bad stuff to create division. And uh, so I think it's important to have outlets of like, I mean, like us and like what Steve's doing. Like, this is some place that you can say what you want and your opinion is respected almost no matter what. And we can have dialogue and find common ground instead of always just fighting and being at each other's throats. Well, so and, here's and, a question. Know, kid, oh, go ahead. Kids are taught at a young age. Oh, sorry, Adam. No, you're fine. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. I was gonna say kids yeah. are taught at a young age now in school just just how to think, or or sorry, what to think, right? Yeah. 
not not how to research or anything. So I was doing some research for a show, um, and I read this article from uh, I don't know some stupid left wing thing about gun violence, right? And I and I was like, I had probably thirty tabs open on my computer. And my daughter comes down. She's she's a freshman in high school. She's like, "What are you doing, Dad?" And I'm like, "I'm doing research. Like, I'm not going to listen to this article because I know they're lying. Uh, that guns are the leading cause of children, right? Uh, death of children, which we know that's false. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, CDC. like, I had CDC open. I had FBI open. I've had all, all these different <laughs> different true statistics open to mm-hmm. show her. Hey, look, this is how you research a story. I don't care if it's Fox News. I hate Fox News, honestly. I don't know. If, I don't care if it's Fox News. I don't care if it's CNN. You can't listen to the op-ed, which is their news, you got to go to the source right. and actually make a decision for yourself. And so but you make that too hard. Not, they're not taught that. They're just well, saying, well, the teacher work. says this, it must be true. Yeah, take everything Steve, what article face that? value. Steve, what article were you uh, trying to debunk? That, that was a Vox article from uh, last year, well, nine months ago. Um, okay. It says, it was, uh, what if we treated guns like cars or something was the, was the headline of the article. Oh, crap. Uh, we already I, do. I just, yeah, I just did yeah. on our last podcast. Uh, yeah. We just did that. And I was making relations to gun parts to car parts. And yeah, because of that, the kid fluencers thing that's out that came out from, uh, I think it was USA Today, but basically yeah. talking about how, you know, manufacturers are marketing to kids. And it's like, no, they can't buy guns. Like, quit being dumb. And we debunk yeah. all of it. But cars cars was cars was my passion before i was of age to own guns yeah so and i think that's yeah and i I think that's a right of passage even if even if someone doesn't know how to work on a car most most guys like cars or trucks in some shape or fashion you might you might not like the 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 european imports you might be the american muscle guy or you might be the chevy guy or the ford guy or the god forbid the dodge guy but you might be that guy Japanese guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. That yeah, new Honda, Honda Ridgeline is pretty dope. It's just kind of cool. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It can fit. It can fit. Honda's, it can fit Honda's four bags company, of groceries man. at the back. Um, that but, pickup yeah, looks yeah. like it's having Honda's a gender identity crisis, though. <laughs> I have th- but, I have three Hondas in my driveway. But when they, but when they, you know, it's like when you come out, like we we were looking at the CDC stuff, and it's like, yeah, well, they say kids, but they count kids up to 19 years old. Well, in that and box article, it was twenty-four. Man, and then in that nineteen, that included anything from accidentals to suicides to homicides to gang-related. To um, I even read after we published this, after we published the podcast, I read after that 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 even counted drug-related deaths when a firearm was found with, with the present. victim. If if you want to yes. go on a fun journey, go to the gun the gun violence archive, which is anti gun, uh-huh. and they have every mass shooting listed on their archive, and they're almost all gang shootings, drive by stuff like that. With yeah. you know, we, we have anything that shooting. more than one person was standing there, like yeah, yeah, but it's classified. Anytime there was three people around, I was gonna say I I don't know what the right number is. Okay. I just hate that like three. Three is now considered mass, and I don't know. I don't want any more, but I mean, it's the three, rule of three, bro. That's yeah, the same with trio to me, shooting like, too. Three shots, three yards, three seconds. It, it, I don't know. It's just it's just weird to me, but rule you know, it, it, 
but then when you start looking, every person, not every, but the majority of people who were the shooters in the mass shootings, the majority of them were either, well, all, the majority of them were mentally unstable. And almost 99% of them had a red flag somewhere in their ledger within six months. And I know I'm not against, uh, I mean, I'm not for taking people's rights away. But when you know something like that has happened, um, I think it would be perfectly acceptable for you to knock on the person's door and say, hey, look. Well, how, how many times have we heard when the FBI comes out and says, well, they were on our radar? Mm-hmm. Over and over that they knew. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they knew. I'm and a- I'm not, I won't blame them saying, you know, like, oh, they let it happen. Because I understand you can't just, you can't put a whole squad following this dude. Yeah. But at the same time. You can do a knock uh, and talk. You, know, you can uh, stop. And, and just yeah. by letting them know, just by letting hey, them know. We know what hey, you're talking about. We have seen, you know, hey, we understand you're going through some issues right now. We don't want it. We're not here to discuss those, but we're also here to tell you, you know, we hope you're not thinking about doing anything that could, that could affect the rest of your life. You don't ever want to say thing about doing something stupid because that's just negative words that are going to cause negative reaction. But, you know, hey, you don't want to alter the rest of your life. You got people here who care about you. You know, if you need someone to talk to, reach out to these people. But just know we're here if you need us. And, uh, you know, we just wanted to stop by because we know yeah. what the situation is. This, this just part by gets knowing that so... situation, you're going to stop a percentage. I'm, I don't know the percentage because we've never done it. But that's going no. to stop a percentage of people. It's just like you look at the guy who's sitting there walking around seeing if he can put the put the, you know, put the whatever under his jacket, you know, and it's like, hey, man, I see you kind of walking around, and I don't know what you plan on doing with that, but just know that we have cameras, and, like, I'm out here patrolling, and I'm watching and stuff, so, like, you know, just don't make any bad decisions today because I would hate for this day to end poorly. Dude, that dude's (laughs) going to put whatever he's got right back, walk away. Yeah. This part gets me so fired up, Mike. It gets me so fired up because we have like all this huge mass to just disarm people and all, you know, like stricter, uh, more strict uh, background searches. There needs to be a background like we are not using the informational assets that our government already has to the benefit that they are providing. Every single large attack on the American populace since September 11th or even before but that's just like in my in my lifetime you know I was I was a a middle schooler at that time like oh my god just we in tight. my lifetime oh we tight. holy hell a middle schooler I might okay, be the oldest I'm guy on this 35 show. years old uh, 35 years I'm old I'm 44 so, all right. but every you everything since then there's been some sort of like notification to intelligence agencies fbi cia whoever it be there's been some sort of notification and the answer has always been like oh well we didn't act it's like well you're you had the knowledge already 
why are people calling for more knowledge, more information, more strict this, when we have really the knowledge and we are not it's, using it? It's yeah. not really what they want. They exactly. want the gun registry and they want the list a, not to prevent the crimes. It's just to know who has them. Exactly. They they, yeah. they already know that, like they said, there all these red flags are already up. There was prior knowledge of all most of these most of these you know, most of these assaulters. There was already prior knowledge. They didn't do anything about it. Already. Almost every single fucking one of them. They they need There's the drama because it gives them yeah. it gives them the opportunity to enact more control. It's exactly. self-fulfilling yeah. self exactly. The FBI has so much blood on their hands. The FBI. The FBI has so much blood on their hands. It's disgusting. Almost as much as the Clintons. I don't say certain things, but yeah, you know, like almost it. as if they were like responsible for it or something. Uh, hey, guys. Pisses this is, uh, man, I, I love this conversation, but I know we're kind of getting to the end point of like uh, kind of where we're at, but I want to I ask you all a question. <laughs> We talked about civil wars and all this craziness and bringing people together and separation. So when's the last time this country, in history, recently-ish, when is the last time this country came together and why? 9-11. 9-11. Why? 9-11. Why? Why? Because, because someone it, other than ourselves. We, we were attacked by someone other than ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and for once it put us so all in check and we realized we actually needed each other. 9-12 mm -hmm. yeah. was... Yeah. 912 sure. was amazing. But mm -hmm. I could go to the gas station. We were giving each other, you know, a hug, and nobody would be freaking out. We were buying American flag stickers. Didn't matter what party you belonged to. We we, yeah, we were actually allowed right. to say "God bless America" and like right. not get right. a mean remark. Right. Exactly. I, I will tell you that, this. I think that Democrats and Republicans are we we are all family. We are family in the in this in this country, but. We also we are like family in that respect of I can punch my brother and my brother can punch me, but there's no way in hell that guy over there is going to punch my brother. Okay. If he punches my brother. I'm standing right. up and we're both going to fight that guy. You're, you're right. That's the last time. Okay. In my well, opinion. I mean, <clears throat> there were glimmers. No, there were no, glimmers no, for right. certain you're things, all... no. but it's not 11. No, 9-11. Here's what I'll tell you this. If you think in this country, go back to any issue ever in life, if you think that this country is going to come together without a hardship, you're wrong. We are going to have a devastating yeah, hardship in this country to come back together. There's no way. There's no other way. And people want sunshines and rainbows. But I will say this. Biden and Kamala, what, Nick? We. Not even close. It's going to take a shit. God damn it, Mike. I'm not a fucking roll. <laughs> I will tell you this. This country is going to have to have a hardship that they've never had before to come back together. And it sucks. I hate to say it, but I bet I'm right. It's coming. Yeah. We're going to work it's, for it's it suck. anyways. It's going to suck. We're going to work for it, it anyways. Know. We're all going to suffer in some way, shape, or form. But that's the only way this country is going to come back together. And that's why it's so important now that we develop, just like from the very beginning of this conversation, that's why we need each other more now than any time in history. We 100%. need to be together, all of us. Quit, quit the no, bullshit, I agree to quit that. the backbiting, let's just get it over with and be buddies. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's, but see, that's the thing is like, it's going to take that secret meeting between, you know, the left and the right. Hey, you know, like, 
don't tell mom and dad we're meeting. <laughs> and we have to meet. And then it's like, now we're going to stand up together to mom and dad. Like, that's kind of, like you're standing up to your parents. Like, that's kind of what we have to do. Um, because it's, it's so interesting. You look at today. I was looking at a stat, and you're, I'm gonna, I can't say where I saw it because I can't remember, but I was looking at the stat, and of course, divorce is at an all time high. But what I saw that was interesting is in today's world, fathers are more prevalent in children's life today than they were five years ago. I hope so. And so I believe that I believe there's a correlation of right and wrong and it has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with, you know, say it jokingly, but you know, like, oh, good old 1960s white America, you know, mom stayed home, old dad went to the factory to work and came home and you had little little boy and girl there and like what like like the leave it to beaver i mean i know that's probably way past i know it's way past your time maybe i don't know maybe you saw that on nick at night leave it to beaver are you serious nick at night yeah yeah, but like that we're past that and and i'm not trying to i'm not trying to go cultural or racial or anything like there are for every person out there that says that you know black fathers should be more involved in their kids' lives, I'm also going to double down and say white fathers should and so should Hispanic and so should Asian and so... I don't well, care what you American are. should be American fathers. Should be oh, yeah. Well, I don't, forget American. I'll go globally F- like father. Fathers, like if you yeah, created fathers. something if, if you created something you know you may not be financially ready, you may not be mentally ready. I'm here to tell you I, I had a kid eight years ago, and I still wasn't ready for that. Like, bro, you're I, never I ready. I never it's had a daddy, and perfect. I don't have any kids. You want to talk about complexes from not having yeah, fathers? But, like, but what I'm saying though is like, there's never the perfect time. There's never the perfect yeah. time to jump out of that airplane. There's never a perfect time to be a father. There's never a perfect time to open a business. Like, it, there's never a perfect time. Yeah. But I encourage, and it, and that goes for mothers too, though. Um, that just goes for parents. You know, just parents in general. Um, I'm not going to go on the the preaching marriage thing. It's just a hey, dude. Like if you've got a kid, if you're allowed to be there, be there. If you're not allowed, hey, I get it. You got to do what you got to do. But good values and good morals start at home. And whether your home is perfect or broken, the morals don't have to be. Mother Teresa said, "If you want to change the world." Go home and love your children. Mm-hmm. That's a hundred percent accurate. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what. I've got four kids. My oldest is twenty-one. Um, there's things you get from being a dad that you cannot supplement anywhere else. It's impossible. For sure. And, and it is absolutely worth it. Absolutely yeah. worth it. It's not easy. Most of them are infectious diseases. I just got COVID <laughs> from one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Damn kids, anyways. Uh, it's full of frustration, and there's times you want to. You want to rip whatever hair you have out left and I mean, or theirs, but the reality is, is that, that frustration, that tribulation, that those hard times create a bond with your children. That it's, it's the, the only way to get it. The only way. And it mm-hmm. is 100% worth it. For sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, at the end I of mean, the day, our <laughs> our greatest our greatest accomplishments our greatest accomplishments are the the values and the lessons that we leave behind. And I heard someone say once, when you look at someone's someone said, when you look at my tombstone, when I die and you look at my tombstone, don't look at the dates. What's important is the dash in the middle. The first date was when I was born. The last date was when I was dead. The dash. That's what's important. And I want people to remember my dash. So whatever your dash may be, whether you have kids, you don't have kids, whether you're heterosexual or any other preference, it's not my business. Yeah. It's not for me to judge. It's for someone else to, but like make your dash worth it. And you know, I don't know. It's just that common courtesy, leave the world a better place than you found it, man. That's like profound, Mike. Rage. I'll drink to that. Not coffee. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Cheers, gentlemen. Steve, we greatly appreciate you having you on the show. Uh, thank you for coming on. Like, honestly, man, we, we want to return the favor. We'd love to come on your podcast as well. And um, we really appreciate yeah. it, brother. Awesome show today, boys. We had a great guest on. We want to thank Steve from Range Minded Podcast for joining us today. We appreciate you, brother. Um, we'll be definitely seeing some more of him in the future. Uh, had some had some great news really uh, all around i think a, a great show uh i don't have a Hell whole yeah. lot of closing remarks what did you guys have anything else you wanted to say today before i i sign us out of here nah man it was a great show appreciate you steve and uh yeah man thank you yeah don't forget go follow us on the uh whiskey and windage reviews page don't forget to follow us on whiskey and windage and um all of the spotify all that yeah catch us on uh, wow. spotify uh apple google anywhere that you like to listen to podcasts you'll be able to find whiskey and windage there so don't forget to subscribe hit that notification bell wherever you're at we'll check y'all later thanks again mm-hmm.